0: Hello people, welcome back to the podcast. This is Gigi for Christ, do go all out for Christ. My name is Gloria Gracie and I am your host on here. Today is the 30th day in the month of March 2021. It is 2.28pm in Italy. I am doing amazingly well and I am very thankful that it is day 20 in light. I am super excited that the Lord has brought us this far. We still have 20 days to go. want you to make the most of these days we have at hand if you don't know what i am talking about we've been on a quest since the 10th of march this year to pray to wait on the lord to do good by him if this sounds like something you want to do you want to be a part of this program feel free to join It doesn't matter if you join um, since day one or you're joining in the last lap. doesn't matter. God loves you and he still wants to have you. If you are between the ages of 14 and below or 55 and above, I will really advise you not to abstain from food. If you have any health condition, please talk to your doctor before abstaining from food. You can abstain from other things other than food in this fasting if you choose to sacrifice something just pick out something you know has replaced god in your life for example social media (laughs) your phone tv Um, hanging out with friends, a particular routine you cannot do without. That moment when you need to do those things, just take out that time and use it to pray, connect with God, meditate, reach out to the secret, reach out to those in need. Bless someone, be a source of inspiration and I'm very, very, very sure that the Lord that hears us in secret will definitely bless us openly. Two years ago, I was having a conversation with my friend. She's late now and I said something along the lines of If it was not for my husband, I would have been dead now. And my friend replied me saying, you would have been alive. And I thought about what she said. It came off as if I was giving my husband the glory. And if you've listened to my testimony on how I met my husband, you would understand why I said what I said. However, I could not deny the fact that it comes off as me replacing God with my husband or glorifying my husband over God. And that is not in any way my intention. As time went on I changed that thought and dwelled more on the fact that with or without my husband God will still aid my deliverance. Fast forward to two days ago I got more clarity and understanding through the help of the Holy Spirit. We were having dinner and watching a travel television program. I pointed out To my husband that the presenter's voice is very deep not necessarily masculine but deeper than an average woman this led to a conversation where my husband said to me he had met a lady with a deep voice in the past she was drop dead gorgeous as the conversation went on i learned that they were good friends working on being something more but everything went south when she tried kissing my husband. My man literally took to his heels. It was funny and I laughed about it. You know that kind of humiliating laughter that can make someone feel embarrassed? Yes, (laughs) that was the kind of laugh I did. Then my husband said, if I had kissed her, We will not be together now and you would be dead. Mind you, this is the first time we are having this kind of conversation. And I replied him, not with anger in my tone or distaste. I said confidently, one, there is no guarantee that you both will still be together. We are talking about 20 years ago. The fact that you date someone 20 years ago does not mean that you'll still be with that person 20 years after. My husband did not date a lot. He dated, he had just one relationship before we met and we got married. Unlike me. (laughs) Then I said, If God wanted us together, we would be together regardless. Finally, I said firmly, If I did not meet you, god will still have saved my life i would be happy i'll be joyful and i would be enjoying my life he did not get my point so i went further to explain that i am glad that god used him to aid my deliverance however if it was not him it would have been another that god would have sent to aid my deliverance thank god my husband is not stupid he understood my point And i understood what i was saying after that conversation there was an illumination that brought more understanding and clarity to what i've said and this brings me to say sometimes we say things just to make what we are saying religiously correct or morally correct we believe things because we want to make it religiously correct or morally correct but at the same time we don't know if that was the intent of god we go just by our human understanding to break down events that happened in our lives uh if not for this person this would have not happened assuming this guy was not here i would have been with another person and god is still going to take the glory yes that is very possible but what i came to realize is that if i had not met my husband i would have died and this is something the holy spirit gave me more clarity on corrected me saying if I did not meet my husband I would have died not because God was not able to send someone else to aid my deliverance but because my husband was something I needed to serve God better this is what the Holy Spirit made me understand If I did not meet my husband, I would have not been able to serve God the way he wants me to serve him. I would have not been ready to be used by God. God does not force us to do things. He puts us in situations that prepares us to be ready to do his work. He's not going to force you by your ear and say, this is what you are going to do. There must be a will in you. There must be a conviction that will say this is something I want to pursue to the end of the earth. I might not have died from that sickness. I might not have died from that ailment, but my inability to connect with God the way God would love me to connect with him. Might have cost my death. Remember, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. There are some places where you cannot just function. Before I met my husband, my only pursuit was money. Money was my main focus. I needed money. I wanted money because money was the only guarantee I had to get a good life. So I kept pursuing after money. I held on to relationships, not because I wanted to be in that relationship, but because I felt like that relationship or those relationships would relieve me of some financial stress my pursuit my mind was after money after i met my husband my pursuit became god this is not just because god gave me a second chance god healed me god gave me another opportunity to leave even when i was told i had three months to leave if i was not going to start taking treatment asap and even after I started taking treatment, I was, I and my family were made to sign a consent form. There was a big possibility that I would not be able to use my legs again after the surgery. It was not just because of any of this. It was because my mind was more relaxed. I started focusing on something totally different. My quest was no longer to pursue after money to fix something or to fix some other thing. I had an amazing partner who was ready to play his role as the man of the house. So my focus automatically switched. As a matter of fact, when we we got married, we had very big issues. And one of these issues is that I wanted a job. And why do I want a job? I have worked all my life. At age 14, I was already doing business in class age 16 I was already counting money because I could do my business I was always around my city running elder skelter meeting people doing transactions to see that I gained something here and there it was now part of me that I felt like I needed to still keep pushing and um, investing all of this time to pursue money but my husband is saying no you're not pursuing money take care of the home take care of me and take care of yourself that is all i want i will pursue the money just just be you when i took a break from pursuing after money i began to understand more things i began to have more clarity i began to pursue knowledge and pursuing knowledge led me to more understanding of who god is and how we operate before i met my husband i did not know that i could write i did not know that I could organize a program and have it aired. I was just this loner who is always looking for money. But when I met my husband, I was able to connect with my creativity because I was in that environment where I can function. I've been able to motivate and inspire different people from around the world. I've been a source of inspiration to people. I have aid people's deliverances. I've been a part of people's projects. I've been a gift to other people. This is because God has paired me with someone who would support my pursuit for him. It was very possible for me to meet someone else who was ready to do what it takes to keep me alive. God can definitely pair me with somebody that is okay to to fill those bills. What if the person is not in support of my pursuit for God? And this was what God was trying to tell me that that would have led to my debt. Because if I don't have the support to pursue after God, I will not pursue after him. I will still be living in sin, in filth. And the wages of sin is death. So even if I don't die by a spare, I might die from poison. I'm not saying this literally. I'm just saying if I don't die this way, I might die that way. So God just brought this understanding um, to me and clarity that without him connecting me with my husband I would have been dead and the only reason this is is because I would have not been able to pursue after God the way I am now guess what my husband is my number one fan he loves God and he loves how I love God he supports how I love God he invests in my ministry I want to do this for God. He's there to support me. I am not working. I don't have a job. There are some other people that I would have been with that have the same resources as my husband have but would not spend a dime on things of God. Would not invest a dime on the things of God but God gave me a man who is willing to invest in things of God. And this is what have saved my life. Because if I don't have the necessary support system I need to serve God the way God needs me to serve him I would have been dead and my purpose of living cannot be met I must say that I am NOT just speaking of marital relationships or romantic relationships the world itself is built on relationships I am yet to see that person who made it without nobody When people talk and say, I became what I became because of hard work, nobody helped me. You are lying. That's not true. You know why? Even if your family did not help you, even if your friends did not help you, you met somebody that was willing to buy what you are willing to sell, which led to you having what you have now. You went to school, you graduated amazingly and you are celebrated around the world and you're telling me you don't have a relationship. Well, you had a relationship with your books, you had a relationship with your professor, you had a relationship with those people around you, your classmates, your classmates. All of these things contribute into making you who you are. Even if there was no brother to help you or no sisters to help there is always a relationship. There is always something that is placed in your life to aid your, your progression into the next level. This is why today we'll be praying for divine connection. There are some people that you will get into your life and they will strip you of your potentials. They will strip you of your ability to move to the next level. They would confuse you. There are some situation you will find yourself that you would not be able to think outside the box your whole life will surround that situation where you are in you would never think to step out of that box to see the light that is meant for you no your whole life surrounds that situation that situation is where your life starts and that's where you want your life to end and this has nothing to do with you as a person It is more of the devil who is trying to blind you and disconnect you with those people or with that thing that can aid your deliverance So today we'll be praying for divine connection And I want to talk about divine connection One powerful story I found from the bible It's in the book of 2nd kings The story is about Naaman he had leprosy this we're talking about a commander of the army that belongs to the king he was a great man in the sight of even his master who is the king and he was regarded and placed at very high esteem he has led different wars and has um, brought victory for his kingdom but he had leprosy God connected him with someone that would aid his deliverance the Bible in the book of 2 Kings verse 5 verse 2 says, Now bands of raiders from Amman has gone out and taken captive a young girl from Israel. And she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would be cured of his leprosy. This servant girl aided the deliverance of her master what if she was held captive and given to someone else it was God's will for her to meet Naaman's family it was God's will for Naaman to know God it was God's will for Naaman to be a testimony to the glory of God and for this to be done God connected these two people brought them together so this young girl can aid the deliverance of this man the story is very particular. I will advise you to read the whole of this chapter. When Naaman eventually met Elisha, Elisha told him, Go wash yourself seven times in Jordan, and your flesh will be restored and you'll be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would just come out and call on his God, wave his hands over my spot and I'll be cured of my leprosy. This is what most of us are always hungry after. We just want to see that miracle. We just want that fast miracle. We just want that fast turnaround. But every miracle, every deliverance, every breakthrough is a process. God is not a magician. He is not looking for you to be marveled at how he does what he does. He always wants to take you through a process that will aid your deliverance. We always want the fast way out. Just like I did, I wanted money, money can solve everything. No, money cannot solve everything. Money cannot solve everything. And I know that at this point in my life, money cannot solve everything. Neman was already has already concluded I'm not gonna be a part of this. I'm not gonna even wash myself. I would like wash myself in Jordan. What does this man take me from? He didn't even ask me to wash myself in rivers of Damascus that are better than the water of Israel can't i wash there and be cleansed he wants me to wash myself in this dirty water of Israel. child he went back and was he's concluded that he's not going to do it but god put this same person he has placed in Naaman's life used that as a vessel to further push Naaman into doing what the lord has commanded through his servant elijah verse 13 says Naaman servant went to him and said my father if the prophet had told you to do some great thing would you not have done it how much more when he tells you to wash and be cleansed yeah come to think of it if the prophet has told this man the, the guy is rich you have to build um, a house for me buy me cows and cattle get me seven servants and you'll be cleansed. The man is going to do it ASAP. This is the deceit that the world wants. But when God told him what he wanted to do, he felt humiliated, he felt displeased about the process of getting his healing. Meanwhile, if he was even asked to do something more complicated, he would jump on it ASAP. After he had thought about this, Nehman decided to go wash himself in Jordan and when he did, his deliverance came. The Lord placed someone in his life that aided his deliverance. So today we'll be praying and asking God to connect us with that person that will aid our deliverance and disconnect us from everything he has no intention of connecting us with at the first place. If you are ready to pray, I am ready. our father in heaven we glorify your name we worship you we bow down before you celebrating you for who you are for your great wisdom your great kindness your faithfulness and your constant unfailing love for us we thank you because you have never put us to shame you have a perfect plan for each and every one of us even if our stubbornness you still drive us to the path where we can connect with what you have designed for us. Thank you, Jesus, for being always faithful, patient, kind, and tolerant of us. Thank you, mighty God, because indeed you are God. Indeed, your plans for us are of good and not of evil. Thank you, Jehovah. We use this opportunity to ask for forgiveness of sin any way will come short of your glory, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or not. Lord, have mercy upon our stupidity, our ignorance, our stubbornness. Forgive us, mighty God. Help us walk in the light of your glory. Baptize us with wisdom so we can differentiate evil from good. Mighty God, don't let our stupidity and ignorance overtake us. Deliver us from the mess of the devil. Help us be a tool for you. Help us be a usable tool in your hands. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, we are here with clear intentions to ask that you connect us divinely with that person or that thing you have designed to aid our deliverance in the name of jesus lord you have the manuscript of my life you have the manuscript of my brother's life you have the manuscript of my sister's life you know our future before we've even started the journey you know the number of hairs upon our head you have a plan for us the same way neman was connected with that slave girl the same way joseph was connected with potiphar's family the same way esther was connected to the palace lord connect me to my helper of destiny lord connect me with that person that thing that will aid my deliverance connect me with that person or that thing that would help me pursue after you just like the way you want help me serve you better In the name of Jesus, in the same way we ask that there should be a disconnection between me and waster of destiny. In the name of Jesus, and break every relationship we have that will lead to our demise. In the name of Jesus, we break up with every power of darkness, every person sent from the pit of hell to aid our destruction in the name of Jesus we break up with every satanic agents every satanic vessel sent our way to delay us from reaching our destiny to delay us from reaching the potential you have created for us we declare that such relationship is broken in the name of Jesus whatever relationship we are in right now that is not to the glory of your name let there be a break in it in the name of Jesus let there be a break in it in the name of of Jesus, Lord, we break from it in the name of Jesus. Lord, whatever, whatever the devil has sent from hell to connect with me, to connect with my family in order to destroy my life, in order to destroy my destiny. In the name of Jesus, they will not find me. They will not find my family. They will not find that connection that will connect them with me. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. No form of darkness will see me. No form of waster of destiny will see me. No form of bad Lock, time waster distractions confusion will find me and my destiny. In the name of Jesus, they will not find me. They will not know my house. In the name of Jesus, I am covered with the blood of Jesus. Whatever form of distraction and confusion the devil has sent to me in form of a relationship, as soon as they see me, they will take to their heels. In the name of Jesus, because I will radiate only Jesus, because I will radiate only the power of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. Every demon, every satanic plan of the enemy. will not see me will not see my household will not have opportunity to connect with the connection that will connect them with me in the name of jesus thank you most high god for in jesus precious name we've prayed amen